So currently I'm sitting here where I used to go to summer school like 15, 20 years ago. So it's kind of crazy to like just be back here, just be back in Monterey Park in general. Um, this is where I grew up and just like being here, being here brings back these like memories of like this place. But at the same time, like it's kind of crazy because <laughs> I'm just going to say it all right. Monterey Park does not feel like home. And it's because I've found myself in many other different places. Even though I grew up here, it doesn't make me feel like I belong here. And as crazy as that sounds, that's just the way it is. And I feel like it's the same for many people out there as well. Like if you are somewhere that is not where you grew up and you feel totally comfortable and you go back to where you grew up, home, and it doesn't feel like home anymore, that's totally fine. Um, I probably should have picked a less busy street to do this. Um, I wonder if I can just sit over somewhere else. But anyways, let's just keep recording. And we'll do 10 minutes of this, like I've been doing for a while now. Um, just 10 minute audio journals. If you're here to listen to it, I appreciate the hell out of you. So um, thanks for being here. You know, I, I feel like I don't say enough. Um, just the fact that you're listening to this content specifically which is the uncut stuff which is like the totally raw like audio format with everything being there versus like the stuff that you see on TikTok or uh, the other platforms where it's like more you know like polished to be engaging so that people can watch it like you know TikTok if you found me through TikTok all of my stuff is cut down and all of my stuff is precise and to the point. That's just how the platform is. And when you're trying to like put content out for a platform, it's best to speak in that language. Um, for example, when Twitter first came out or when Instagram, uh, when Instagram came out, like you have to have a certain way to talk on the platforms. Otherwise, you know, it's just not going to work. Um, think about old people that are on Instagram. Like, I remember seeing this guy who was a photographer. He had, like, uh, watermarks on his photos. And he treated it like Instagram was Flickr or something or, like, some art gallery. When the reality of it is that Instagram is, like, a place for you to just share your photos. And at that time, this was, like, years ago, uh, more of a place to be raw. Nowadays, more of the place to be raw is TikTok. Instagram is more of a polished place now, which is just the direction that it's headed. And I saw a debate the other day about someone saying that TikTok was beating out Instagram because Instagram chose to be more polished. But I think the reality of it was that when TikTok or when Instagram came into play, the the quality of, of media was not like high up there. And for everyone that made polished, good-looking images or videos, uh, for anyone that made good-looking, polished content, that stuck out a lot on Instagram. So after years of, of that, Instagram has evolved into this app where like the most polished, the most beautiful stuff is the stuff that gets pushed because that just is the language of the platform. While everyone that's younger and on TikTok, the funny thing about that is because since everything is so polished that to stand out is to have raw, real content. 
like stuff like on Snapchat stories, Instagram stories, or, you know, car. Super busy street. I should have picked a different spot. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, on the contrary of the polished side of Instagram, TikTok came into play and was this very like raw and real platform and people were just getting tired of the whole polished stuff. So they were like, all right, let's go and appreciate the raw and real content because you know people do want to see what goes on behind the cameras people want to see what is more real versus like the stuff that is all super polished um hey <laughs> yeah busy street <laughs> there's so many people here there's so many cars here so i mean i think on the next one i'm just gonna film this somewhere else also funny thing too is that Years ago, when I wanted to be in front of the camera, I was so shy and I could not be in front of the camera. But nowadays, you're seeing people walk by, you're seeing like people drive by, and just a ton of people here. And I'm able to film this. And I want to remind you, if you want to be on camera and you want to be you know, out there, that you can do it. Like if you watch my old early YouTube videos, they were so bad, like I was super cringe. <laughs> like I don't even want to watch them because I was very uncomfortable being in front of the camera and that was very obvious when you watch the video back and over years of just practicing and being in front of the camera and just talking more to this thing uh, this lens I start to I started getting more like comfortable with it so you know now this is just natural now I love being in front of the camera it's where I feel like I shine because I could be myself when back in the day, I really couldn't be myself, you know? So being in front of the camera now, amazing. If you want to do it, you totally can do it. All it takes is practice and the belief that your camera is out to help you. Like if you're editing your own content, your camera really is out to capture the best side of you. So there's never going to be any bad angles of you. Um, so, you know, uh, I'm currently here in Monterey Park just revisiting my family as I'm getting ready to go to Indonesia where I'm going to spend kind of an extended amount of time. Uh, I'm going to work on a few things while I'm there. The main part is I'm going to dive deep into crypto and see the like intersection of how the NFT space and also the content creation space can intertwine and help creators monetize and capitalize on the stuff that they're putting out because currently the way that you know media is structured on social media is that like artists and creatives aren't really able to get paid so easily and now with nfts coming out it's a good like space for artists to be able to be supported for their craft so i'm gonna you know, dive in and do crypto while I'm there. Um, at the same time, I'm saving a lot of money because compared to California, rate, uh, California rent and Hawaii rent, things are a lot cheaper in Southeast Asia. <laughs> and the other thing I'm also gonna be working on is different aspects of mental health. Mental health has been one of the most important things to me over the last five, six years. And I think that my journey through mental health is something that everyone would benefit from learning. So I'm gonna be there creating more content like this and diving deep into mental health and you know asking the questions that 
I myself am afraid of asking sometimes. Like sometimes the hardest questions are the ones that you need to ask. And the hardest things you need to do are, you know, asking those questions. And finally, I'm going to surf. <laughs> as simple as that. Bali has some of the best surf in the world. And I have not been, you know, on top of my surfing over the last year. I've kind of gotten used to it and it doesn't have the same spark that it used to. But there are a few standout days where I had amazing, amazing surf sessions. And I just want that to come back so bali's gonna be like that because it has such perfect perfect surf and i want to spend a good amount of time just being there practicing how to surf practicing my fundamentals and practicing my technique one thing i do want to manifest is modeling for vans just having a photo or just you know something printed out on any of vans catalogs or any of vans stuff i don't know what it is but as a child growing up my dad would buy me vans shoes and he would wear vans too. So to me, being able to model and being able to be a spokesperson for vans is <laughs> like a dream come true. So I'm trying to manifest that and being good at surfing and getting better at surfing will help me do that. Anyways, it's probably 10 minutes now. Um, sun is looking pretty good. <laughs> Thanks a lot for being here. If you haven't already, make sure you follow me wherever you're consuming this content and make sure you look me up on different socials. I do post all types of different content depending on the platform. And so find whichever platform you love the best. Look me up on there, Arnold Trin. You'll always find me. It's probably a pretty rare name too. Um, and I'll see you on the next episode. Also, check this surfboard out. It's a little surfboard. L-I-D-D-L-E. It's a like this crazy shaper named Greg Little. He has like this underground cult following. I finally found one of his boards. Um, honestly, after like years of looking because these things don't pop up very often. So yeah, it's nice to just have a little. I uh, did see another one on sale the other day and I was like, dude, should I grab it? Because that's super rare. Anyways, it was gone in like a day. So I had no chance. And also I'm here for like two weeks tops. So it doesn't really make sense to have like all the boards that I do have now. Um, yeah, anyways, see you in the next episode.